Hi friends. This week's episode deals with some heavy topics, including self-harm, suicide, and sexual assault. I commend my guest Colleen on sharing her story with the world through the podcast this week, and I thank you for taking care of yourself while listening. Please enjoy. When the world knocks you out And the clocks be past to heaven You save a lost soul every night And it's getting better And our hearts beat so slow Saving up for what's to come now I left the trail for you to find me um, today I got to travel a little bit to record our episode, which is fun. I took a little road trip up to Janesville to visit my friend Colleen. Um, so why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Colleen. Perfect. I love it. So I went to high school with Colleen. Um, you know, we did a lot, like we were friends, we did theater together for a while. Um, she's an incredible artist and writer, and so we're going to talk about some of that. We're going to talk about um, some of her journey with mental health and a lot of other things. Um, I'm really excited to be here. Colleen invited me to come visit her. Um, Colleen is currently living in a group home up in Janesville, and so I got to come visit. We are sitting in there tonight, or this afternoon rather, um, and it's great. So thank you for letting me into your space. Hallelujah. It's going to be great. Um, so let's kind of just let's start with you know so for people who don't know you um let's just kind of give me a little background about like just sort of your situation um in well, terms. bonkers so let's <laughs> let's dive into that perfect okay so what what are what specifically makes you bonkers well when i was 17 years old i had a huge breakdown and i um got diagnosed with bipolar disorder and three years later I started really suffering from what I didn't know at the time was schizophrenia, but more like schizoaffective, which is a combination of bipolar and schizophrenia. Uh, in uh, 2017, I entered the promotal stage of the illness, or it's more severe actually than that. It wasn't just the beginning. Um, I'd hear celebrities in my head, I'd hear my friends in my head, I thought it was causing a laugh riot, like I could control what people did. Like I thought it basically, like, not Bruce Almighty, but when you're like writing, like I would write, this person's gonna do this, and then they do it, or I thought they would. Two years, I had a better 2018 because I was into art. 2019 came, and I was, I thought I was in the CIA, I thought I was talking to celebrities in my head again. But like, one day they took it away from me. Um, I don't really feel comfortable saying what they took it away from me on. That's okay. But, like, um, they, um, I ended up at Waukesha Memorial Hospital, and they have a mental hospital there. Great food. But then they, uh, sent me, <laughs> they sent me to, um, Timberland Knowles, where a lot, like, I'm no celebrity, but there's some celebrities there, and I think that's a place of note to mention, like, sometimes celebrity women go there. But, um, it was, I don't know why they go there. It was in a cabin. And like the food wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I hate. I'm an eating disorder, so everything kind of revolves around food. But um, we we went then like ended up going to Pasadena Villa, which was out of mouse. I was like, how can I afford this? 
So I was like, I convinced myself my parents were rich, richer than they are, and I don't think they are. That's a delusion. Um, we just have really great insurance. So then, like, I ended up passing out, and I got, I got put at Fairhaven in Memphis, where they diagnosed me with an eating disorder, but also with, uh, what's it called? Yeah, schizoaffective disorder. There, then there was a school shooting at South. Do you remember that? Yep. So I freaked out and I ran away. And so I came up for Rogers and walked in that West Dallas? Yep. In West Dallas, where Ryan has been. Can I say that? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I've talked about it. Yeah, at West Dallas. Once I got out of Rogers, the Raj Lodge, as people call it, hmm. I went into the group home system and it was, it was fucking stupid. That's all. And it was the first day there, it was coronavirus. That was the first day, really, of the lockdown. I couldn't get through my head that everyone was going through coronavirus. I kept trying to kill myself. I, uh, it was just one of the scariest times of my life. And then by the end of it, uh, in 2020, I think it was October 17th. I, I hate that I forgot the day exactly, but maybe I don't want to live it. I got hit by a train. And I lived talk about it so I am a miracle and I'd like to start a charity when they called miracle squad to help people like get gift packages I my sister came and visited me but I can only have like one visitor because of corona mm-hmm. but some people really don't have anyone supporting them so I want to I want to do that but um in all on time I have a lot of projects basically like when I was at county she told me to take a break from writing my psychiatrist this is after the accident so I started drawing so when I got to Trempolo, which is a place up north, another residential facility, great place, great therapist, um, they, they, they were encouraging my art, so I made art all year long and kind of took a break from writing. Now I'm trying to get back into it, but it's a little harder to do than you'd think. But, um, so now I found art, and that's, me and, me and Ryan have always, like, bonded uh, over art. I painted him in high school a couple times, and so, like, that's how me and Ryan got started talking about this podcast. Yeah. Which, and we'll talk about the art too, because it's super interesting. Colleen did a, a painting of me <clears throat> her senior year of high school, and then she recently did another, and like looking at the two and like just like, like how different the style is, and like how different I am, and but like it's very interesting. I, I think it's cool. I oil pastels, so I hope I did it justice. I really like it. I think it's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so let's back up a little bit. So you were 17 when you were first diagnosed as bipolar, mm-hmm. um, which I like vaguely remember. Because we were, we were in high school. Yeah. So can you talk about that a little you bit? You actually saved my life. I don't know if you know that. I wanted to graduate high school. What do you mean? Okay, basically you pulled me into your car one day. I almost said come back senior year because that's how bad this episode was. It lasted all summer long. So like they said, you should just, maybe you should just like go in online school. So I, um, uh, uh. I went, I didn't want that. So I came back and I was telling Mr. Foster, I don't, I, I remember, and this, I didn't know, remember this part. I wasn't very happy. But then you pulled me into your car. I don't know if the, the chronological, the chronologically, lily, lily. <laughs> Basically, you pulled, you're, like, you're going to audition. I don't know if you said I was going to play golf. Like, you're going to audition for this play. So I did. I, I was like a witch in my audition. He later had me play a witch, but then you're like, I got Gollum. We did a, The Hobbit. It was, it was The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we had a lot of fun, so I, I stayed with you guys, um, and, and uh, I graduated, and I gave my, my, my school speech. I don't think I would have been able to do that, Ryan, had you not brought me into the drama club. 
Sometimes I want my crochet focuses more on arts here. No. But it was really good times. I'm glad. <laughs> and I think, you know, I, you have such like an outgoing personality and like, and I remember, so it was my senior year and it was, we did like a senior project. And so part of it for me was I was assistant directing The Hobbit for the drama program. And so I was like trying to make sure cause we needed like all the dwarves, like so many people and you needed like really eccentric people to kind of pull that show off. And so I remember, you know, I, I knew you, like we had like mutual friends, but we really weren't like close or anything. I was an art kid. Yeah, you were an art kid and I was a drama kid. So it was like, mm -hmm. you know, opposite sides of the track. Like we got a fight. <laughs> was I <sorry>? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yeah, I remember. I remember. I don't remember how the idea came up, but I was like, "Oh my God, Colleen would be so good." I'm creepy. Yeah, she's creepy, and and she's like. I was really skinny at the time. I was mm -hmm. like hundred pounds. So. Yeah, so I was like, she could do it so well, and I, like her voice would work so well. Like, and so I'm, yeah, and I was like, you should do it, and she did, and so then we got to know each other more, and I mean, you were so good, and I'll post a picture of her. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite pictures from that show. It's such a cool. I kept trying to scare people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it, but yeah. yeah. And then you did other. You did all the shows that year. Mm -hmm. um, I did. I, mm -hmm. even, I'm so glad. At the time, I really wanted to play the big part, but it gave me more time to work on. My, I like. I just. I was so happy to be part of any of it. Mm -hmm. Any of it, and like I wouldn't trade my senior year for the world. That's why Hey Joey Journal is so important because it is about a girl in theater. I'm holding up the book, just so you know. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. So Colleen wrote a book called Hey Joey Journal. Mm-hmm. You can talk a little bit about what it's about. I wish I would have named it Class Clown, because it's about the class clown. She uh, loses her father, uh, I don't say it, but she, she loses her father to suicide this, this summer before her senior year. Uh, so she starts a journal. He had always kept journals, we find out at the end, I think. And so she, she starts keeping a journal. She meets a guy. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? You can judge it for yourself. They um, become writing partners. By the end of the book, they're in theater together, and they're, they kind of like each other a little bit. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. So Colleen had her book published. It looks fantastic. It's a great cover. It is really cool. It's super cute. Um, where can people buy it? Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. There's other distributors, but I don't remember. The, those are the best. The main ones. The main ones. Okay, awesome. I'm going to link it too because I think it's really cool and, you know, I really want to support all of our local friend artists. Mm -hmm. um, I always remember, I have like, the time that I was like, oh, I really like Colleen. This is fun was when we went, um, we had like a gym field In trip. In the woods. Mm -hmm. And so part of it was like a hike and I ended up, it was just you and I you and then we totally- to eat me. I mean, you're, you're kidding. I don't. Well, you're, I'm not sure. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like a Lord of the Flies you brought up. Oh, I, yes, I loved Lord of the Flies <laughs> when we had to read it. And then anytime I was ever in nature, I just wanted to pretend like it was Lord of the Flies. That happened yeah. multiple times in my life, which maybe says something about me. And you, you, do you remember what you told me in the woods that day? No. You told me that you were gay. Really? Yeah. I came out to you? Yeah. That's interesting. That's funny. I remember, I just, yeah, I was going to say, I just remember, like, we got lost and then like ended up on the road for a while and we were trying to like figure out our yeah. way back. And I just remember we had a really good talk yeah. and I was like. I just like, I, I don't, I think we were like the two outgoing kids. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't have friends on that field trip. No, like, yeah. I was like. We were kind of the outcasts together. It was also a gym field trip. A, so I yeah. was like, I don't belong here. Yeah, I think we, did we have waffles? I think, cause we went to the mine shaft and it was the like a buffet. Shaft, yeah. mm -hmm. It was fun. 
yeah. Yeah, we were not meant to be on that trip. <laughs> no, no. I, I was an athlete, though, my first three years of high school. What did you play? Volleyball and track. Oh, I think I did. I, I was did on varsity that. on both of them, but I got too weak my junior year because I had that pneumonia spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was also having an disorder. But basically, I never fit in. I fit into those girls, not at first, when mm-hmm. I was a freshman. But, like, as I got older, I, I they told me that they're putting me on the varsity team my junior year for volleyball because they wanted me to be the cheerleader on the bench. And he said other girls would be mad if we'd kick you off. <laughs> but the funny thing about that man, I forget, Bruce is his name. He um knew my mom in high school. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's all right, like, some sort of a... They, they, my mom was at some sort of event, and, like, she's like, I think I bullied that guy. <laughs> and so, like, I, I brought a yearbook, and he was on the cheerleading team. <laughs> and so I was like, he, he's just, he, he would wear his pants backwards by, by accident. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Okay, so that was, so high school, you were diagnosed as bipolar. And how did, once you knew that, like, how did that sort of, like, affect your day-to-day? Oh, all the teachers went way easy on me. Mm-hmm. I see, like, way, way easy. They let me go down the art room whenever I wanted. Not more at the end of the year. I shouldn't get everyone in trouble, but like basically, like, it, I I could focus better in school. Mm-hmm. I have ADHD too, but like I it, it, that you can't do both. It's like you can't medicate both. But I, I had such a better senior year because like I just my junior year like they wouldn't even tell me what my grades were at the end of that year because I, I was so out of it. I don't know why they make exceptions for that, but like basically, yeah, I just. Senior year was way better, was way better, and like, I just don't think I was around. I tried out for the show, and Mr. Brinker, I told him about it when I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was a freshman. When I tried out. I didn't make it. For oh Annie. I basically got Vasiliki. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I felt so cool. She helped me pick out a song. I guess I knew about. Like that was our thing for senior year. But like, mm-hmm. she um. <laughs> uh, she um helped me pick out a song, and then so I went in front of them, and I I, I got scared. I'm like, <gasps> I, I ran out of the room. And so I told him that at one of the parties at the end of the senior year. Mm-hmm. And she, he was like, how dare I not, like, let you, like, not let you be in trouble. Like, how dare we just, like, let you escape us? So I could have been, I should have been doing sets in, like, art. Mm-hmm. Like David Hockney. David, David, my favorite painter. He, he um, does that. He does, uh, uh, he does set, set design. That's cool. Which I have done for the Civic Theater now. Mm-hmm. Did you know about that? I did, yeah. Yeah, that was very nice then. But the thing is, like, with the door, she said blue. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I tried to give it some definition so you can see it. I think it, it must have translated. It's just a big blue rectangle. But, like, you have to add some, like, values into it. Yeah. And she, I don't think she wanted that. But she was such a nice lady for letting me have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But I want to get back in the community theater. It's, that's the goal, I think. Yeah. It's like, that really did help me. Mm-hmm. And there's so much opportunity to, yeah, there's opportunity for, like, written word, for, like, mm-hmm. painting, for, like, perform. Yeah, there's so much you can do in it's, community it's theater. Great. So when, when did things kind of start to get then worse for you? So you knew you were bipolar, you started, like, you were medicated, I assume? In for high bipolar. School. Yes. So when, when did things kind of, like, take a turn? My mom had breast cancer in 2017, right before the book came out. Mm-hmm. My grandma was in hospice. All my friends that ended up dying, I had some sort of reject, rejection from a guy. And, like, I just, everything was, like, stacked up against me. And so I went insane. 
I was like dance. I was like, I'm a singer. I'm a singer. Like I was like, um, uh, sing, singing all the time, and I can't sing. I'm like, I was trying to make a footy pajama fashion. It was, it was innocent at first. Mm-hmm. I just was acting strange. They gave me this great opportunity at the at the, the school. Um, and we walked out to like design like there's something with like it's an art project for the the festival of the books. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, basically, I'm sorry, I have voices. But uh, uh, I'm losing my train of thought. That's okay. Oh yeah, there's a bookmark project. You do have a shot. Yeah. Should have warned you that this that was gonna happen. That's okay. I, I forgot. Sorry, but basically, um, yeah, I uh, I had that project and I was like, I went online and I added like I made a group page for it and mm-hmm. I added all the people. I thought like I also made a group page like saying like the uh, Beyonce Beyonce videos prove that there's gonna be a great like hurricane in Wisconsin and people think it's it could actually happen. Mm-hmm. I've read it, but like I was it's not feasible. Yeah. So. This guy from AmeriCorps was making fun of me for it, but, like, well, that's a big part of my story. I was in AmeriCorps, but, mm-hmm. like, that's when I was still healthy. I, I sometimes I really do believe that the schizophrenia was, like, witchcraft or something. I do still believe it's demons, but, like, mm-hmm. witchcraft doesn't do that. Yeah. I don't think that can work, because I think everyone would be crazy. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, can I ask, and if you don't want to get into it, that's it's okay. So before, when you were talking, you kind of took a pause because you said you were having voices. Mm-hmm. What it, can you kind of explain a little bit more about that? I don't remember what it was. But like what the feeling is like or like how that kind of comes up? It's stressful because like I want to have a good interview. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's all day long, really. This one girl said, I went five minutes without hearing a voice. That's I'm like, I want them to prove that it's demons because like a lot of us believe that. Yeah. And like going to church helps. Talking to God. God loves us. And, like, my church I go to is, like, LGBT friendly. Okay. They had, like, a... I think he was... I don't know if they were a they or a trans person. But, mm-hmm. like, we, we had a... On a computer. And, like, they were playing. And then he, this other guy, he's, he's wearing, like, a kilt and, like, a rainbow. I was like, why are you dressed the way you are? And he laughed about it. Like, I don't... I don't remember what his expl- explanation was. But, basically, like, everything's... I don't know. Uh, sorry, I have really itchy ears. I'm itching them. Sorry. Um, basically, um, yeah. It's so just, is it, it's just kind of all day, like little things? Yeah, or like... it's getting better, Ryan. I mm-hmm. was, it's better-ish. Yeah. As, as in the title. I keep telling Ryan, like, that's the best way to explain it. Winnebago, uh, Winnebago was, like, rock bottom for me. That's a place in Wisconsin. For the mentally ill, and like, I don't know if I should share this, but like, the Slenderman girls live there. So that was that really, I'm like, I'm with the Slenderman girls. Mm-hmm. And then I was at Trumple, there was a man there, I can't say his name, but wow, he was a murderer. And we found out because this girl looked everyone's names up from the tickets. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, uh, basically, like, we couldn't have computers on the unit anymore, only in our, our rooms. And he, she, um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rather not know that I'm living with a murderer, because I was like, I hated him, because I'm, like, he's eating candy apples on Halloween, I'm like, why are they here? Mm-hmm. I'm schizophrenic, but I didn't do anything bad. I did do something bad, but I'll t- t- take this opportunity to warn you guys, if if you want to kill yourself, don't kill yourself, but, like, if you have, <laughs> that sounds bad, like, it's okay. you do not run in front of a fucking train, 
because you're forcing someone to kill you. So don't and don't leave someone in a corpse to see if it. That's what this book is about. The Hey Joy Journal. Like she sees something. Yeah. And so and this this is her dealing with it. Because I I had a dream of I saw a, like it's very graphic. I I saw someone hanging in the dream and like that alone scarred me for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So like I I can't even say what like what the details is very disturbing. I don't want to. Yeah. But that's when I was 14 years old and my sister held my hand and like I cried. And like I have a great family, thank God. My sister really tries. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I have a lot of bad dreams lately. A lot of it is because I'm, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a sexual assault victim. I think my, my episode or my uh, junior year had a lot to do with that. And at the time, I, I have PTSD as a diagnosis now, but I didn't know I had that at the time. Mm-hmm. So I've had triggers over the years. Uh, yeah, but they kind of go intertwined. So like now when I start, I'm going to meet with a trauma therapist. Okay. So I'm going to focus more on like the abuse that was done to me. I was like, oh, I have this intrusive thought. I said this in my head. This is this. I have to focus on myself right now and like not the schizophrenia. Some people think it's it's the subconscious with schizophrenia, but it's actually brain chemicals, which is a really jarring thing to realize. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do my chemicals talk to me? Like, why do they say bad things? Some people have good things in their head. Yeah. Mine are, like, I, I want to help. It's the only reason I'm saying is I want to help people. If you are hearing perverse voices in your head, and I'm going to go into details, if you're hearing perverted things the voice, you are not alone. That, like, a lot of people have that. So, you're going to be fine. Just, like, open up to your therapist. She'll love you. Don't, don't close off to the world. I think, yeah, I think that's really important to hear. I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think it, it was someone in an AA meeting the other day was talking about, like, remembering that, like, your brain is hardware. Like, yes, we're people and, like, we have emotions and feelings, but, like, your brain is hardware and it has functions and, like, things can, like a computer, like, things can break, things can go wrong. Like, something, something being weird or off or different because of that doesn't make you a bad person. Like, you can't control what's happening. It's just a piece of material. That's what my therapist is like, you can't, I, you can't think before thinking. Mm-hmm. The voices like to, like, say I think before thinking, and it's really fucking annoying. Like, I'd never be wrong. I'd never say anything bad. I'd think without thinking all the time. Yeah. But, like, there's processing, there's all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple questions about about the attempt and about voices, but yes, where would you yeah. like to go first? Either way. Okay. So with just to kind of clarify with the voice stuff. So is it, is it like a, a just like a general, are they, are they specific voices that are the same each time? Is it, or how does that? This is something I needed to say too. And like I, I'm writing about it in my poetry book. Mm-hmm. If you are hearing, okay. I was in denial that I was schizophrenic because I wasn't hearing voices out loud. Okay. I thought that I have her voices out loud now. Probably things I was dreaming because I have vivid dreams. Mm-hmm. Talk about that later. But basically, it, sorry. Take, I, take your time. Basically, like, if you are hearing a voice in your head, even if it sounds like I, my voice doesn't even sound like me now, but it's like a trick. If you're hearing a voice in your head, you might be schizophrenic. I'm not trying to scare you. Mm-hmm. Everyone's different. My, that's it's HIPAA. I can't. Yeah, it's it. okay. Sorry. But um, basically. Yeah, if you're hearing voices, mine started when I was a child. I was five years old. 
I thought I was talking to ghosts. Again, I wrote a poem about this. My mom thought I was an imaginary friend. But also she, like, uh, some of it, like, I, I don't know how I knew it, but, like, some of it, like, lined up with people who lived in the house before us or something. So they thought I had, like, a ghost. That's at least what my mom said. And she's not the best source. <laughs> um, but basically, uh, they rolled a ball to me one day. That's all I remember. I don't remember talking to them. I just, the, a ball rolled. So I know it's supernatural. And, like, they said, there are people you must be with now. My grandpa, sorry, uh, my grandpa was very sick. We had Shy Drager, and we were at his house all the time. So that's that's what they meant by the people that you must be with now, like, go, go be with your grandpa. So that's what this poetry book is about. It's a lot about my grandparents and schizophrenia and all that. But basically, he, um, he died. And so I didn't hear, I don't remember hearing voices until, like, I was, like, 13 and I was talking to like Zach Efron in my head. Mm-hmm. Not, I, mean, I, can't, I can't be in a relationship with him. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not gonna name any of the other people. I don't think he had plastic surgery anyway, so I'm not really into him anymore. Fair. But not saying plastic surgery is bad. Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of weird to see on a guy. But um, sorry. Uh, he, um, I was talking to him in my head and like I don't, it's called erotomania. I don't remember having it that much, but like a, half the people at Trumpolo, like, they're talking to either Aaron Rodgers or Eminem. <laughs> and I, I thought that was funny. But basically, like, I, I had that for years when I got older. And that's what we'll get to. But, like, and I, just, I was at a sleepover and I was at my friend. She's, like, She's gay! That's the voice I heard. She's gay! And, like, my voices are very centered around gayness. But, um, <laughs> that's all I'll say. But basically, he, um, no, she, um, uh, when I got to 18, or it was 19, the voice I heard... Uh, I heard is a line. It's in the book. It goes, he kind of had a twinkie in his eye when I, I first saw him, and I was reason it was there. It's a twinkie, not a twinkle. So like I started writing, and I hear I think I heard a lot of it on high, um, but it kept the voices at bay writing that book. But then I, around this time of the school shoot, like there's a Sandy Hook thing. I heard them talking about shooting shootings and stuff. I don't remember what was said, but it, it I freaked out and it really started though in two thousand uh, when I was in twenty fourteen when I got back from AmeriCorps. Um, I went to live with my sister and I kind of had a, a long, luxurious breakdown. I have this angel in my life. Uh, her name's Kathy Cross. She died, but she's always trying to get me back into theater. And she gave me this book before she died. The main character is called Bean, which is what she called me, which is what Alphabet called me at the Antique Mall. And she's in theater. And like it's, it, it, there's so much lineup, but basically I got into theater in 2017. And I, I, I was over the moon when my book got, I don't, I said I was going to talk about my book. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it just, I was over the moon when it happened. It just, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Um. Anyway, so what we had started talking about just like what the voices are like if mm-hmm. they... Are they, like, specific, like, the same, like, like you get to know them? Or is it just kind of like mm-hmm. a... Stephen Potawatomi I know very well. So there's names. Okay, that's kind of they, what I was They're, asking. like, characters, but I, I've used those characters in my book. Don't copy. I don't know. I only remember writing another, like, book like this again. Uh, like, Hey, Joy Journal. I'm, I'm committed. I'd like, I feel like I picked my track event, which is poetry. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, it's just... Do you know how many voices there are? It's probably like 20. I talked to Emily Jacobs on a consistent basis. She's the enemy. 
Okay. She's a, a pop star. She's Victrola. Like, she's just this person. She's really mean to me. But for most of 2021, 20, I was talking to Archangel Michael in my head. And Hella Good, which is another character that I actually might do something with. But um, they were trying to help me. Okay. So. And. But, oh, sorry. Oh, I don't have any more. Okay. Um. Do you, where, where do the names come from? From you or from them? Sometimes from them and sometimes from me, I guess. Okay. And do you, I don't, and I apologize if the way I word this is offensive. Um, like, so so you you know that you get so effective. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, do you view it as, like, a you know that these voices are because of that and they aren't real? Or do you view it as... Does that make does that make sense? Like how how do you see it? No, because you know your diagnosis. Do you believe the voices are real, or do you believe the voices are? At, at, at the time, I did. I thought I was a telepath. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean. Now I I am getting to the point where like I'm trying to say it's brain chemicals. The only one I believe she has to be a demon. So all the shit she says. She's just the biggest bully. Mm-hmm. Like. She just makes fun of me all day long, and it's really mean. It's like, like, I don't know. I had two trains of thought thought at once. It's not like I said trains of thong. (laughs) The thong train. (laughs) Um, what helps, what helps when she's being mean to you? Drawing. Yeah. Writing. You just can't lay in bed all day, which is what I did in 2020. I wanted to go away completely, and they say, never gonna happen that's why I'm like prove it as demons because it's, if Elon Musk if you're listening to this put all your money into that <laughs> well, I'll tag Elon Musk in this oh, that's good yeah. thank you find the demons and remove them yeah thank you Elon finally do something good with your money it's just like it, it's, it makes you feel gross when they say it's brain chemicals because they say such bad things but, to like, feel like it, it's you thinking that like, you mean now it's like I can I know when they're gonna say something bad about someone, mm-hmm. and it's really creepy to me, but I can't help that because I've been there with these voices. I say for three years, but it's been five years. Okay. I, I had a little bit going on during like the age twenty two, mm-hmm. but it wasn't anything near. I could still go out in public and feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. I can't even go out to the Dollar Tree. Because they say bad things. And okay. like, I just I don't feel comfortable anymore. Am I going to glorify Emily Dickinson? Let's talk about then getting towards the attempt. So things were feeling worse. So like what kind of, what kind of was I the did, start of that? I, that, I didn't have a therapist. And it's actually kind of sinister of them. Because they say, I, I figured out last year, it's more beneficial to have a therapist than a psychiatrist almost. Mm-hmm. So um, I went out like a whole year without that. And she visited me one time and she's like, oh, just tell them to go away. I hate that. You like, you know how hard it is for, you can't just go, go away. They'll, they'll pretty, I'm getting to the point where I can ignore them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, you said this, you're thinking of that thinking. But, uh, so, basically I didn't have a therapist, and, like, no one told me, she told me I was med-resistant, 
pushing in me hope. But it's only, I'm glad I know now that like meds don't always work. Yeah. Because I was trying to like, I wanted to do ECT again, electric shock therapy. Mm-hmm. I got that diagnosis borderline that year. This kept laughing diagnosis. Not, not that I hate borderline people. I think they're great. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, but basically um, yeah. And they took the diagnosis away. I think. Okay. So, uh, the therapist is no, that's not that's not you. But um, you can't get you can't get ECT if you're borderline apparently. Oh. Okay. I don't know the logistics of that. But I just don't even know what borderline is because they, they focus on schizophrenia so much. Mm-hmm. I was maybe as acting for it. I don't I don't know what borderline is though, so I can't really say. I when I was in this old folks home. <laughs> I forgot. Basically, I um had this because anorexic. They couldn't get me out of bed. So they carried me off. That's why my body was un- unresponsive. Mm-hmm. So they brought me to where I could take care of me easier, my dad said. That's what happens. Like, I was with the old people. There's an old person unit. <laughs> and I would go up to them. They are watching Twilight. That's the, use of the movie of the old people. But, uh, so, yeah, I got, I was with the old people. Um, and um, then that's when they diagnosed me with the old not old. They diagnosed you with old people? <laughs> no, no <but laughs> diagnosed me as um, uh, borderline. I think I was messing with I don't even know what borderline is, though, so, mm-hmm. but. Um, okay, so anyway, you were talking about the med resistant, and we were kind of headed towards the accident. Yeah. So, can you kind of step us through there, like, how that just, went? They put me in Keenan house. They, this woman was being really nice to me my first day. She, she offered to buy me lobster. It's very, it's, it's like, it's two old women, I think, and then maybe two guys, and like, now those, I don't know what HIL, do you know what HIL means? No. But apparently they're closed down, they're closing down the, the group homes in Waukesha. My dad thinks it was because of me, but uh, the person who works here, he said no, it's probably because, he's dancing, but it's, it, it's uh, probably because of um, the fact that they don't have enough staff. Okay. So, um, uh, yeah, so, um, they weren't doing such a good job, those group homes in Waukesha. Mm Mm-hmm. It was just, it, it wasn't good. Um, she, um, let me think, uh, but Canaan House... Nothing was really going bad the first couple days. Like I maybe it was quieter. I, re- I realized you can't help what you think. Mm-hmm. You just like you can prepare for the future, but you can't like help what you think. And so I was like empowered by that. And one day, I do not know what exactly. It's probably because I had a head injury. I forgot to mention that to you earlier. Mm-hmm. I, I I I didn't like. Obviously, I didn't crack my head open. They almost diagnosed me as brain dead. I think if I'm wrong about that, Dad. You're going to give me the information. <laughs> Basically, um, yeah, he, um, and I was almost pronounced brain dead. Okay. I feel like I should, I should have backtracked that, but, like. That's okay. So, I, I feel like I'm in a coma still, because I'm like, how did I even survive that? What happened? Got hit by the train. My friend in treatment. Mm-hmm. The first thing, she's this dumb bimbo, and she goes, I don't, I don't have her number, so she's not going to probably hear this, but, like, she, um, she said, wow, that's badass. It's really cool. You, like, did you fly? I'm like, no, I, I don't know if I did or not, but okay. I have a scar on my foot where my 11 is. But, 
Do you see it's peeling off? Yeah. I'm giving up numerology. I think that's God's sign. Also, my Uncle Ben says it's devil worship. Mm. So I, I, don't, I miss it, but like, I don't know. I, I gotta try everything I can. Yeah, I understand. But God sends me signs all the time. Like what? Oh my God. I was writing a book in, at Timberland Knowles. And uh, the, the light is off. I was writing a book at Timberland Knowles, a poetry book, mm-hmm. and a pencil flew out of midair at me. Hmm. Like, God, I was keep writing. Okay. It, I, it, I could go on and on. There yeah. so many signs. But he hasn't sent me one in a while. I love God. <laughs> he, he's... Take a break for a second. You okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, why don't we pivot for one second just because I'm sure like like I'll, I'll cut like you know like that stuff out, but like there's probably gonna be little blips, you know, mm-hmm. that are while we're talking. Um so let's talk about that a little bit. So Colleen, so you're living in this group home now. Mm-hmm. Um so obviously we're not gonna talk about like anybody else that lives here, but so there are people with other um disabilities. Disabilities. Um, in the home, and so some. So is it is it pretty loud pretty often? Like, do you? It is very loud, very very often. Okay, and, and is it uncomfortable or like how is. do you? Okay, how do you cope with living, with living with things like that? I've gotten used, I've gotten used to it, but um, I go to my room a lot, mm-hmm. especially when things get a little bit, you know, get kind of hectic. Yeah. How how often would you say is it like? Peaceful is not the right word, but like, like where you feeling like that. That, that like noise, just... it's every day, mm-hmm. all day long. Can you hear it from your room? I'm, we're adjacent. So yeah, okay. Um, okay, so we're okay. We're starting to talk about getting towards the accident, um, and your tattoo and everything. Um. So you don't you don't really remember much of like the actual then accident. No, I don't. I remember. There's yellow rocks on the side, and God communicates with me through the color yellow. Okay. But I still did it anyway. So he was trying to tell you not to? Yeah, so I don't think I had shoes on that day. Basically, it was, um, I remember my dad's face. I think I said, I hate you or something. Mm -hmm. They were, like, identifying who I am or something. But he, um, I remember, uh, it's like I was in and out of it, and then, like, they put me, I don't, I, I should have gone over this with my dad before talking to you. That's okay. Um, he, um, yeah, I just, Maggie came to visit a lot. Hit me on thick and liquids. That's how I got off of coffee. Okay. Because they thickened the coffee and it tasted disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I just might as well quit. And it, it's helped me. So if you're a schizophrenic, go off the coffee. Don't drink soda. It's bad <laughs> for you. How long were you in the, uh, in the hospital after you hospital? were hit? Yeah. It, I don't think it was a month. I, it was maybe like almost a month. Okay. So then I went to County, which I hate that place. Mm-hmm. But um, what were the? So I mean, you and I talked about this before. So what? What were the like lasting physical ailments because of the accident? I had to be in physical therapy because of my leg. Mm-hmm. I can't run. Okay. But I, I can I can run, but they don't want me to run. Mm-hmm. I want to get an elliptical so I can start getting back into it. Okay. I want to lose weight and stuff. But then again, I don't. It's not, it's not an emergency. But do you have trouble walking a little bit? like On my left leg. Okay. Which is my good leg. Mm-hmm. So. And you were talking about your hand a little bit. Can you explain that? It's, it's, 
it's feeling better than it was. I couldn't, I couldn't go like this. And I, I can't see it. I'm flipping him off. But, um, Good. I could do this, and then it's gotten better. And now I can play basketball again. But. So there's really, other than some of the minor things like that and, like, physical, there's not, like, long-lasting, like... Like you, I mean, you're like you were talking about the miracle. You're really lucky how you came out of it. I'm so lucky. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can say that. There's a woman here, like she said, I don't know if can hit a button, edit it out if you don't want to. But she mm-hmm. said that she lost a kid, not like her like nephew. She's really nice to me about it. She doesn't work here anymore, so I can talk about it. Yeah, that's great. She, she, um, she lost a kid in her family to a train accident. So I feel kind of like an idiot a lot of the time. Yeah. But she like, at first, like, hey, I'm going to tell everyone about it. Oh, my God. And then one day, like, my group home manager said, that's a federal offense. But my parents got mad at that a little bit because, like, they're like, it's not a federal offense. I don't even know what a federal offense means. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's important to talk about. I mean, I think most people don't have, like, that extreme of a story to share. Mm-hmm. But, like just I mean suicide ideation and like attempts and all of that you know I think is is pretty common and I've had suicide ideation since I was 17 years old and so I think I think it's beautiful that you like that you're comfortable talking about that and I think that that can like really help people um I'm curious about you sort of touched on this on the at the beginning and maybe you don't know but like you know hanging yourself or shooting yourself, you know, like, like committing suicide alone, obviously is different than something like the train accident where like someone else is involved, you know, like somebody's driving the train, right? Do you know anything about like the person that was driving it or? No, he just, he was very nice to me. So you, you met him then or what? Like he, he, he went to my body and talked to me. When it happened? Yeah. Okay. This was a dream, but basically I said, um, uh, I, he said that he, it's happened to him before and she lived, and so he, like, assured me that I was going to live. That was a dream or that he said that for real? He said that. Okay. While we waited, they were going to flight for life me. Okay. But it, it was bad weather, mm-hmm. so I had to wait for the ambulance with him. I didn't, like, jump. I didn't lay down on the tracks. Mm-hmm. I went, like, this. Kind of just jumped I, I, forward? I, 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 I blues clues it, I call it. Blue skidoo? It's okay, you can mm-hmm. laugh. I, like... <laughs> yeah, you, you, I blues clues it, like, ah. <laughs> Blue's Clues, your suicide. Have you ever talked to him since? Like, have... No, I want to paint a picture of a train and send it to him. But is that kind of morbid? Like, here you No, I think, I think that's a of a train. cool. I guess I everybody, like, if I was him, I think getting a piece of art from you and see how, like, you've, how much progress you've made since then would be incredible. Mm-hmm. I think you should, but yeah, that's really cool. I gotta find his information. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it wouldn't yeah. be hard. Um, okay, so then after that, you went, you said, okay, we'll pick up from there. So you had the accident, you were in the hospital for a month, now you're in county. Mm-hmm. Well, talk, talk about that. County. I said, I, I filed a grievance because of the, con- did I talk about the constipation thing yet? Or no, you- I don't think so. Okay, I was so fucking constipated that I was throwing up. And so they sent me to a hospital. Getting them to send me to a hospital was so fucking hard. I could have. Di- I don't know if I could have died or not. It was really, 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 really bad. So I filed a grievance. I told them that it's a clean glossal and the deathly bowels. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed. I like that. Yeah. Um, 
And then from, so when did you transition then from that into like here, or like what was next? Um, I, they, they told me I was going to Trumpelow. Okay. Trumpelow is a residential facility in northern Wisconsin. It's better than Timberland Knowles. And um, celebrity women go there. I don't understand why, like, like in Pasadena Villa, like you look at it, and, like this, this old man said, why are there more celebrities here? This is mm-hmm. like insane. And I thought that's what I'm looking for. But like, sometimes it's fun to look for that. But mm-hmm. basically, um, it is a good place. I started working with a therapist every week. Started feeling better. Okay. I think a lot of my, my shit is like intrusive thoughts. But my intrusive thoughts are caused by the voices. And so, like, I never, like, I could, like, go places and not, like, be nervous around people. Mm-hmm. And, like, now, now I can't even be around my family. It's one of those things. Mm-hmm. And then you said you moved here in March? Yeah. So how did you find this, or how did you end up here? My my caseworker. Okay. Uh, my caseworker uh, at, at Trumpelow, she thought, I almost, I could have gone to Willowbrook, which is a place right next, but the girl who looked up the thing about the murderer, mm-hmm. she said, don't go there. And, like. I'm glad I dodged that bullet. I'm glad I have my own room. I'm mm-hmm. glad I have a queen size bed. Uh, I'm, I, I dot the only, the, I mean, I, I'm not talk. I, so there are some things, imagine having more people here is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like that could get out of hand. But like, mm-hmm. I almost went, there's a white water for women. There's a group home for women. I almost okay. went there, but I told them this tampon joke. And I just, do you want to hear it? I got it from a sure. guy in the hospital. Okay. Two tampons are walking down the street. <laughs> Which one says hi to the other? Neither. They're both stuck up bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who, where he got that joke from. But, so if it's, if it's your joke, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they only liked that. It got awkward. And so they didn't want you there? No, because my dad, they're the one who wears them. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, but so for the most part, so things about here can be stressful, but for the most part, you're glad you're here. Yeah, I love the staff. And I do love my roommate, but I love, I really love the staff. Yeah. They, 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 I'm opening up to the main man more lately, because mm-hmm. if he's been, because it's one thing, it's been like five or six months, I still don't have a therapist. Mm-hmm. And so I'm getting really like, at first, I was like, "Me therapist," but now just open up to him. Yeah, there's somebody to talk to. Yeah. Um, and you don't you don't leave super often, or we ever really? Like or, okay. We do an out. We have outings every now and then. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go on the outings, and mm-hmm. then they let me leave with my sister and my mom and my dad a lot. Though. Okay. And like, I I, I get Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I feel good. Nice. I'm a big I did see there's a Taco John's not far from here, so... Yeah, me and... Do you know me and... Did I ever tell you that I was married to Taco John's? I do. I, that's why I said... Yep, I remember that. When I was in AmeriCorps, people would be like, Hey, you have a husband? I, like, I saw you on Facebook. And like, how's Taco doing? And I was like, what are you talking about? That's Taco John's. Because <laughs> none of them are from Wisconsin. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um... What is... So what about outings do you not like? Or like, what happens? Or how do you feel when you try to go? I have to mentally prepare myself, and like sometimes like me and Maggie will have a good outing, and then like, it, it feels good, and then like, she's kind of my therapist too because mm-hmm. she's a very understanding person. If things were reversed, I don't know if I'd be as understanding of her because mm-hmm. of the intrusive thoughts. And like, I would say what my intrusive thoughts are, but I'm not going to because you know who Maria Bramford is. 
the like she, comedian she the actress. Comedian. Yes, I saw it on my a mind unleashed, and she was like talking about her intrusive thoughts, or, like examples of intrusive thoughts, and that they've become my intrusive thoughts. You oh, know? I see. Yeah, so you have to be really careful. Walk through like what a day in your life is like now. Well, like they, they just switched my meds for a while. Like since I've been here, I wake up at like noon every day. They don't like that. Mm-hmm. But I've been doing that since I like graduated high school. I'm like, I can sleep now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm like I can sleep all day now. But like, that's how I deal with things. But like, they really want if to get my own apartment. I have to get out of bed earlier, they said. Okay. Start cleaning my room, start like start washing myself. I hate this one thing. I can't shower. And if I ever write a book about this, that's why. I can't I can't shower because of the voices. So like So what what happens when you try to shower with they, the voices? They say stuff about about you. The weird stuff. Okay. I don't I just Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Is that oh, never mind, we don't go there. Um So let's talk about okay. So let's talk about your art here. What have you been doing, or what what inspires you now? Ben tries to find ways to get me out of bed. It's Ben. Oh, Ben. Ben's the group home manager. Okay. So we should keep name. Like, yeah. He um. He wants me to draw flowers on the stuff outside. Okay. I don't want to draw what he's telling me I have to draw because other people have done that before. Like yeah. He's getting it from Pinterest and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was, I've been supposed to, like, buy, like, I, he's, he gave me chalk, and I'm like, can't you give me paint? Because, like, it's just going to wash away. Yeah. And that's what, it, what his goal is. And so, like, I, I, I drew sunflowers out there with the world as the, the core of it. Okay. Like, an, like a globe. It looked cool, but then it washed away right away, and I was, like, mm-hmm. kind of mad about it. But, I, 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 lately I've been doing portraits, but it's really hard to divide poetry, my time for poetry with that. Mm-hmm. You can't write if you're an expiring poet, like, and you're you're not like getting stuff done. Don't worry. Like, poems, are, poetry books are normally built around. The, not built. They're built over time. Yeah. So like, just go find something else to do, mm-hmm. and then write it every now and then. You're you're not Rupi Core. <laughs> you're not gonna be like I hate saying that. Like, if you really love, she's an anomaly. She, she, she's not, she's a unicorn. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna, like, have four million, like, she, she's, like, 60, 60,000 per, like, picture. It's just wow. not, it's just not gonna happen. So, if you, just, if you love poetry, just, like, do it over time. Or, or write all, my friend, can't name her name, but she, she writes poetry every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she does that. Because when I try to do that, I get depressed. So, like... Just go easier on the shelf, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, uh, Tina, bleep. <laughs> yeah. She, she writes poems all the time. Like, all, all day long about every last thing that happens in her life. And they all rhyme. And they're cute. Mm-hmm. She's leaving her poetry, you make lifelong friends in the mental hospital. Yeah. She's leaving me all her poems when she dies. She doesn't That's have cool. kids. So, like, it's really nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what inspires you to write poetry? Like, what do you write about or what's your process? I don't like writing love poems. I don't. It just doesn't interest me as much. I like death poems. Mm-hmm. I just wrote a poem about Frida Kahlo. 
And like she's like yelling at me for getting hit by a train. That my my writing coach. I work with Kathy Giorgio. She really loved that poem because we're we're working together very intimately. Uh, on this on this. I would love to poem. hear that poem. That sounds really cool. I I don't have it out. Is that the one you were trying to pull up? No. Before? Oh okay. It's not quite done yet. Okay. But. Basically, she's like, I was gonna give you my flower crown. Then you, mine was not, mine was an accident. Yours was not on purpose. And like, I just that goes how how I feel. To be honest, other people feel like I realized in treatment. There's this girl, and she was drawing with me, and she felt so guilty about her suicide. Side I'm like, I just kind of like checked myself. Like, I'm acting as if I'm the victim here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm acting as if like I deserve sympathy. Yeah. And I I don't know I don't know. Do you feel like you don't deserve sympathy? I feel like I deserve some sympathy for my schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I, I don't feel the need to have sympathy for getting hit by a train. It's more like I want people to recognize that I'm a miracle. Yeah. And, like, I want to talk about it. Exactly. Like we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And being candid and open about it. Yeah. Because it's a really stupid thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's important, and that's obviously a totally different vein, but, like, with my alcoholism and everything, like, I I feel the same way of, like, I've got a better handle at it now, and I want to just talk about it. Because yes. there are other people who want to jump in front of a train, or who want to drink themselves to death, and, like, to hear someone I talk met, about it. I met a woman, she, her brother, mm-hmm. she, um, he was, like, I don't know if he was drunk or suicidal, but they found his body by the train. So it is possible, if, like, like... Say, like, you were drunk in Waukesha. Yeah. And you kind of were stumbling around by the, tra- the train tracks. It'd be very, yeah. Like we have this train track in Waukesha. Uh, uh, you would have, you could have gotten hit by a train. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's not the smartest thing in the world. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's, I think it's very cool that it's something you want to talk about. So, what, what would you, what would it, like... How do I word this? What advice would you give or what would you want to say to somebody who, you know, is, is, is close to that moment, whether it be because of schizophrenia or because with whatever reason, but it's like, you know, ha- is having that thought that that's something they want to do. If you're in a panic, go pretend you're going to heaven and God's asking you why you died of suicide. And then you say, oh, I said this in my head. And you hear how stupid it sounds. If that doesn't work, um, tell yourself this too shall pass. All I know, I never like been like, I'm gonna, should I kill myself? So I was like, I'm in panic, I'm in panic, I'm pa- panicking. I gotta go kill myself. Mm-hmm. That's like my first therapist. He said like most bipolar suicides are in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's not planned out. So do you, at least to, to what you remember, you hadn't planned on it. You just it just kind of happened. It just kind of happened. Okay. But then, um, like, there there were two other times from earlier in that year where I did try to get hit by a train. So the train thing was always the, it, the, the I, idea. I don't know how I knew. Like, I, I if, if the Pewaukee House one, I would have been dead. That's yeah. like a really forceful train. Mm-hmm. My dad and my sister talked me off. And then there, the, the third time, the second time, I was out there, and then one of the staff found me. And she said, she said she tackled me and she saved me right as the train was coming in from the last second. And I'm like, no. Uh, I was like, you just said, come on, the show's over. The show's over. Come on, get off of there. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what happened. So what, 
why a train? There's so many ways to kill yourself. I, I thought about killing myself with like a cutting myself to death. Uh huh. There, the day I left, the, the, I did a stand-up co- comedy routine in front of my my house. I, mean, I don't know if I said it yet. I'm here. Yeah. Do you want to explain that? The day I left for treatment in uh, 2019, I did a comedy show roasting my parents. And um, I forgot why this is why we're talking about this. We're leading into why why a train. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had a pill bottle that day, so I almost overdosed. Okay. But I haven't been around. I'm able to hold my pills. Like have my pills on my own. Oh, they since, since then. So okay. like they do our pills here for us. Yeah. At, at uh, Kapoor House, but um. So, um, yeah, so like, I've, I've, I've probably tried to hang myself more than I have through the train event. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I can't get the, the, the knack of it. I don't, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. I mean, which is good. I, there's one day, like, I don't, it's, it's not funny. It's just stupid. When I was 17, like, there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. I just like, it's like, I don't know if it's worth it. I try I to put nylons around my neck. Mm-hmm. And um, I tried to hang myself with a nylon, but how but how would I have thought that would work? Yeah. And I've looked for guns in my house. I, I've been suicidal since I was 17. It's like, yeah. a, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. But now because I got hit by the train, I can't ever kill myself again. Mm-hmm. That's the only blessing. Because like, you know. What do you mean? Like, I can't ever like kill myself again. Because he made me a miracle or something that, like... Oh, okay. It's not that... I'm not, if you died... No, if you try to die of an overdose, I'm not trying to, like, lessen what you did. No, I know. It's just, like... It's, like... Uh, it's just, like... It's not as severe. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like I've heard of people overdosing and surviving a little bit more often... Than being... Yes, absolutely. ...by a train. So, like, mm-hmm. that, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. It's not, like, a comparison thing. I just, I can't kill myself. So, so you... You feel confident that you will never try again. I will never try again. No, now that you're asking the question. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. That makes me happy. Can I ask, have like, in terms of voices or intrusive thoughts, just out of curiosity, like, has there been, since I've been here, since we've been talking and starting the podcast, like, surprisingly quiet. Okay. Then you have a good day. That's good. I like that. Do you think part of it is because of, like, the creativity of this? Maybe, yeah. Okay. They, but... they've, they've said some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's very interspersed. Okay. Good. Um, what else? Is there anything else about, you know, kind of your journey through discovering, you know, your, your diagnosis and your um, just kind of journey to here that you want to talk about? I have tardive dyskinesia. What is that? I don't know if that's what... I have something like it or something. Okay. Movement disorder caused by the mess. I'm saying that because I just stuck my tongue out at you and you didn't notice it. I didn't. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) So it just makes you like have like facial tics or vocal tics. Yeah. Sometimes I believe I'm possessed by demons. Okay. Can you dive into that a little bit more? Um, If you want to. 
it's just like I go like my my boob spasm I don't know what that is but like I have spastic boobs apparently (laughs) I like I like that phrase Yeah, it's kind of annoying. It's not going to kill me, but... Mm-hmm. But basically, my, my, my psychiatrist says, which means to say this earlier, she's got me on the right drugs, I think, right now. So maybe okay. we'll get out of bed earlier now. That's good. Yeah. Um, do you... So, do you want to talk about any... So, like, you're, you're working on the poetry book. Mm-hmm. You've been doing some portraits, and you've been doing, like, the short poems every day. Like, is there anything yeah. you, like... The Kathy, promotion part of all of this? Kathy really loves the short poems. Mm-hmm. And she's a stickler. That's Kathy Giorgio. And so I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to hopefully make that into a book. Okay. So if you want to look it up, my por- so you want, my, yep. por- my portraits and my poems, my one-sentence poems, it's glotzel underscore at. It's at glotzel underscore on Instagram. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be starting a blog, too, about like the story behind every art piece. Okay. Which is really exciting. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's all, it's, you have such a variety of the stuff that you're doing too. I really like, and I was thinking too, I remember, um, the very first show that my theater company ever did, we hosted like a gallery of your work. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause you, yeah, she painted an original piece that was based on the show that, that I still Snoopy. have. It was Snoopy. Snoopy a dog. dead. I used yeah. a stock image. I loved it. I still have it. Um, but then we, we hosted a lot of her other work out in the lobby and like, it was so, even then, like, it's so cool just how, I don't know, I feel like you, you look at a lot of people's exhibits and everything's kind of the same, Mm -hmm. you know, and yours is so eclectic and I think that's really cool. Uh, I was going by see Glaciator at the time, mm-hmm. I which, is, that. which is stupid. Because it was in the program, it was that, and it was like the picture of you with the fire behind you. That and it, like I'm, I hope, I don't people, they can't really copy it, but for my poetry book, I really hope that picture goes on, on the cover. On the cover. I love that picture. It's I think like, it's really cool. If you have a picture like that, you're going to use it for the rest of your life. 100%. I've lost so much footage. That's another thing. That's actually a kind of an under wraps project, but I was like... Um, I want to get everyone to do essays for my, my service year so we can put it in a book. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, is there anything else you want to share with the world? Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, if you're a good therapist, call call me. <laughs> Perfect. I, that, I'll say, though, I know how, I think, I don't know if it's just because of COVID and everyone's feeling worse, but, like, my, so I've seen my therapist for... Six or seven years now, and um, like if I miss an appointment, like it takes me like a, at least a month to get back in. And she's like, "Yeah, I can't take on any new people. Nobody." Because for a while we were trying to find somebody for my husband, and she was like, "I don't even know who is like this. Everyone's just booked." Mm-hmm. And I think it's wild. Like we need we need more just in general across the board. So if you want to be a therapist, do it as long as you're good at it. That's my advice. Yes. What are your your Colleen your Colleenism? What is that? Like a colloquialism, like your final parting wisdom that you would like to give. I want okay. This is so high school, but like I gotta just say this this is they misquoted me in the yearbook. And do you remember this? Yep. I'm this really is the colloquialism yes. that we were talking about. It was supposed to be I no. I guess you can say I broke free, but I mostly broke a lot of wind. So they made it really cheesy, and it was, I 
guess I see I broke free. And so and they I'm, just, I'm correcting it. I made a Facebook group. I even went in to talk to the yearbook like lady because every year I go, hey, thank you for the yearbook. Thank you for putting me in every page. <laughs> and so like I do that. Um, and normally she's like, oh, thank you. And so I, I, that year she's like, I heard about that. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, <laughs> I don't like being misquoted. That's funny. Okay, so say it one more time, just the full the full thing for everybody, okay. and that's where we'll end. Okay, in the end, I guess you say I could say I broke free, but I but I mostly broke a lot of wind. Thank you, Colleen. This has been Betterish. If you or someone you know is in suicidal crisis or emotional distress, please call nine eight eight. The 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline is a United States-based suicide prevention network of over 200-plus crisis centers that provide 24-7 service with their toll-free hotline number. Thank you. I saw your arms wide open And I wanted you to hold me now We'll be dancing with the lights on Because it's getting better